What does beauty mean to you? And do you believe you're beautiful? What makes you beautiful? Is it the color of your skin and how clear it is? Is it the clothes you wear? Or is it the way you wear your hair? What does beauty mean to you? Welcome back to the vault. I am V and I already know my Venusians are ready to be free. And in this time of self-love and self-discovery and healing, I have discovered a new truth and I have embraced a transformative season in my life. I have discovered that I am not my hair. And I know that's kind of cliche. I know it's kind of cliche, but the reality of it is I wasn't always confident in who I am. I didn't always love myself, and I didn't always love every aspect of me. I found myself asking, (laughs) do you love you? And I would say, absolutely, I love myself. And I would say, but no, do you really love yourself? Do you love your acne? Do you love your belly? Do you love your real hair? And it was then I realized, how can I say I love myself? And then nitpick on the things that I believe are worthy of my love. It was then that I found out that my greatest enemy was not society and its beauty standards, but the fact that I accepted the lies of the world. I think the greatest lie I ever believed was that I wasn't good enough as I was. That I wasn't deserving because I didn't have long, thick, beautiful hair. Because I didn't always have my nails done. Because my stomach wasn't flat. Because my butt wasn't fat. The biggest lie I ever believed was that I was not worthy as God created me. And so after 21 years of trial and error with wigs and sew-ins, braids, locks, all these different beautiful styles that made me feel like I was at my optimal, like I was just confident and phenomenal and unstoppable. It came to a point recently where those styles did not align with the woman I had transformed into. Those styles did not feel like me. I would look in the mirror and I'm like, I look cute, but it's something I don't like. There's something about this that doesn't feel like me. So, I made a decision that 14-year-old Felicia would scream and kick her feet about. I threw away my wigs. I took out my natural hair. And I cut it. So now my 4C, coily, shrinkage-prone hair has been out for over a month. Every day. No wig, no hair wrap. Just my natural, beautiful golden hair and I can truly say it wasn't a difficult decision to make I didn't cry I didn't say oh I'm gonna look like a boy I was excited to restart my journey see my relationship with my hair was toxic I genuinely did not love my hair I thought you're not long enough you're not thick enough You're too much to handle. You're too challenging. 
And it sounds like all the negative things that people had said to me at one point. And so I found that the way that I was treating my hair was not fair, not only to my hair, but to me, to my soul. Because how dare I undermine myself and diminish myself for the sake of acquiescing to society and society standards. So when I cut my hair, I felt liberated. I felt free because I felt like me. And it gave me a fresh start to say, oh, this is what my hair likes. Oh, this is what my hair looks like. And to make those moments of doing my hair not an obligation or a challenge, but a beautiful bonding experience, a beautiful self-care ritual. Sometimes even a beautiful reintroduction to myself. No, I am not my hair. But if I can embrace even the small physical aspect of me, how dare I say I'm living my truth? How dare I say I know myself? How dare I say I'm being myself? And how dare I say I love myself? When I cannot embrace myself in my entirety. No, my worth is not tied to the hairstyles I wear. Or the fact that I may or may not wear makeup. My worth is defined by no one other than me. And I get to determine what matters to me and what makes me me. So yes, the one girl who never wanted to wear her natural hair, who felt so insecure walking into a space with her hair not being done, quote unquote done, whatever that means. That girl became a woman who loves looking in the mirror at her coils, whether they're moist, whether they're dry, whether it's puffy, whether it's flat, whatever way my hair decides to present itself to me in each day, I love it how it is. And I feel that it truly expresses who I am and how I feel about myself internally. Daring to show up in spaces with hair that has been deemed nappy and unprofessional. Showing up confidently, speaking up, advocating for myself, advocating for my dreams. Realizing that everything I am is within me. And no one can tell me that I'm not worthy of loving me and being me. So, to the girl whose mother relaxed her hair, and now it's thin, or it broke off, or it's short, to the girl whose braids were a little too tight, to the girl who didn't know how to properly maintain a dye job, to the girl who had a horrible at-home dye job, to the girl who has thick, long, beautiful hair, and to the girl who has a beautiful shortcut, to the girl who lost her hair because of chemo, To the girl who was told that her hair wasn't long enough, thick enough. Or the girl who pays extra money because her hair is long or because her hair is thick. You are not your hair. You are so much more than the things that you wear. So I challenge you, not just girls, but men too. Rock your locks, rock your your fro, wear your wig, shave your head. 
do what aligns with you and don't you dare question whether it looks good on you. How do you feel when you look in the mirror? What style most aligns with where you are in your journey? With who you are transforming and elevating into? How can you best present yourself as yourself for yourself in this world? Because at the end of the day, the external does not matter. It doesn't matter. So from a woman who did the big chop, from the woman who years ago made the decision to transition to natural while being amongst a family of women who were pretty uneducated about natural hair, but praised the idea of a relaxer. I'm coming to you to tell you that you're beautiful in every way. So I dare you to find your own path, find your own way, and show up as you every day in whatever way you see fit. Because, see, in order to be yourself, you must know yourself and love yourself. But first, you must accept yourself as you are. So stop putting your value and your worth into external things and start defining your worth and your value from within. Start doing and being and showing up as who you truly are and what resonates with you, what sets your soul ablaze. Because believe it or not, on the other side of every decision to prioritize yourself and to love yourself lies growth. And on the other side of growth, lies and expansion of the freedom that you've already worked to cultivate. So when I say be free, I don't just mean be free from your childhood trauma, free from toxic relationships, free from societal standards and burdens. I mean to say that freedom is infinite. Freedom is everything and nothing at all. Freedom is when you realize that you can do and be and say and live In the way that feels best for you. But there's more to learn. There's more to see. There's more to do. And there's more to be. So embrace who you are. Embrace where you are. And no matter where you go. Know that your value is within. And the external cannot deprive you of all the beauty. That you've been divinely blessed with. Internally. You are not your hair. But as long as you're fighting to hold up beauty standards that don't truly align with you, how can you truly know you and be you? How could you truly be free?